Hey, shalom and peace to you. This is the Arginio. Welcome to my podcast right here. I'll be sharing with you the word of God as it comes from the spirit of God. I trust that your life will be blessed and you'll never be the same again. Don't forget to subscribe, follow, comment, whatever you have to do. But also remember to share it and remember to take in the word of God with all seriousness. Shalom and peace to you. You are blessed. and peace to you once again father i thank you i give you praise i give you glory for this opportunity to share your word isaiah said woe is me for i have seen the lord i am a man with unclean lips lord it is your word that makes us perfect enough to share your word i pray that lord let every frailty be set aside let every pitfall be overcome and overpowered and let misunderstanding misimplication and misrepresentation be overridden by the power of god in the name of jesus and i declare that your word will come like fire and ignite the hearers of it in the name of jesus let it revive let it ginger up let it set ablaze let it set on fire and on earth everyone that heareth in the name of jesus for the other time when the disciples had heard you speak even them that were on their way to Emmaus the Bible said that they declared and said did our hearts not burn within us oh Lord let the coming forth of your word be the breaking of the bread for you said in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God the Bible says this word became flesh and dwelt amongst us and we beheld his glory and he said your father did seek your father did eat manna in the wilderness but i am that bread hivo shalmahantirikatosa vele brandi shosarkashanda labahaya the word is the bread from heaven i pray lord that by the breaking of this word let it be an avenue to partake in the move of God. Ino shai kevanda rabasialos kevranda labahaya. For my body is meat indeed. Ilamaya kushelamahaya. Said, Take and eat, for this is my body which is broken for thee. O Lord, let your word release a strengthening and empowering in the name of Jesus. Mila kova shelekeske parnuta pahanda shaya. That it satisfies the heart. In the name of Jesus. O koma asu alande ashanda mahakova lige dalabahazo kotayo. Ilemas. 
the words that I speak unto you, says the Lord, they are spirit and they are life. Ibarako Shandalabaya. We declare we encounter life and we encounter the spirit of the word in the name of Jesus. Unama Sikuvande Kaparatuse. Ivaya Kashaya Maloza Pranda Kataya. We receive the speed of the spirit with which we run. Ulama Sentekovashaya. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, sweet Spirit of God. Thank you, sweet Spirit of God. Korabashanda Bahataya. The scripture said, God said, You are my battle ass. And I was listening to uh, a testimony of Pastor Chris being given that when he read this part, was it Pastor Chris? No, Dr. Paul Enichi. When he read this part, all that he saw was that he was God's weapon. And the man of God that was giving the testimony said, there are people that are spears of God. There are people that are swords. There are those that are explosives. There are those that are axes. Those that are for mid-range. A far range. Those that are for a close range. In all this, everyone is a tool in the hand of God with an intent in the wielder of the tool to accomplish a task as ordained before time that the conception of the one seen and labeled as a tool for such and such task happens for it fitting when we dealt with the necessity of prophetic direction in the work of ministry we realize that everything that Jesus did we will see the scripture saying that and this was so to fulfill the prophecy. And this was so to fulfill. The Bible says that, he said, I have come in the volumes of the book that was written of me. The Bible says that when he had resurrected and he joined the two disciples on the road to Emmaus, he, the Bible says that he expounded to them all the scriptures and the prophets, all the law and the prophets that was written concerning him. All the scriptures that were written concerning him from the law to the prophets. Ladies and gentlemen, ministry is not another use for man. Ministry is the only use for man. Whatever you think is the reason you are on earth is an addition to the ministry. We are all to serve the master's purpose. This is ministry. Ministry is not just behind the pulpit. 
ministry is not lifting up holy hands with one accord singing and jumping and shouting and prophesying that is not just ministry ministry is serving in your capacity as an instrument of god for the task that you were assigned to So that the pillar in the temple is not only named after kings and prophets, but also we see a businessman being named inside the temple. The Bible said when Solomon had erected the temple, he placed two pillars, one affront and one aback, the one affront. And the one affront he called Jacinth or Jachin. And the one back he called Boaz. Jachin was a priest. Boaz was a businessman. He was just a member. Doing his business, not serving at the tables of the showbread, but still doing his bit to make sure the work of God goes on. Nehemiah was not even a acclaimed prophet or priest. He just had the care of the house of God upon his heart. And he had to carry it out. Every man, unless lost, is to do the work of the ministry. There is an assignment on every man. So that the chief intent of God will be accomplished without delay and without any lack. And it is important that we appreciate that ministry is not a guesswork at all. Ministry is not what seems right, it's not what looks nice, it's not what looks right but must be what really is right. Today, I want to talk about the sensitive part of ministry, how sensitive ministry is and how delicate ministry is. I know, I know we are still trying to grow. We are still trying to grasp a lot of things. And because of that, there will be mistakes here and there. But you should know that ignorance is not an excuse for you bearing the consequences of mistakes that you continue to do. Especially when it is clear what God has asked you to do. When protocols are made clear and prominent enough for you to see and acknowledge hardly are you pardoned? Hardly are you pardoned when such things happen. Ministry is delicate. It is as though working with any form of energy, fire, electricity, and you know if you play around, you can easily die. Ministry is delicate. What you do wrong doesn't just affect you, but it affects everyone in the chain. 
so it is a wise thing to quickly 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 the very moment you realize something has gone wrong start making amends but you see sometimes like i said when a commandment or an instruction is explicit god is likely not to help you out and that is how delicate the issue of ministry is that is how sensitive the issue of ministry is that god said all the days of your life minister on the street and because you have gotten a name and followership you decide to do other things and forsake entirely you see the issue is that god recognizes extra work so even if you should gather them and start a congregation you must continue with the actual assignment still go to the street but if that rather takes your time and you are now a pulpit preacher rather than a megaphone preacher you are doing something that looks like everything is okay but as delicate as your assignment is god is not a confused man to ask you to do a and you do b and you still say it's okay well after all it's an alphabet i think some of these things are not well appreciated some of these things are not well appreciated i would say it's because of the message of grace at all i would say it at all i think it is just out of ignorance yeah it's just out of ignorance because if you should do anything out of uncertainty you must at least get a scripture to support it because when you are called into the counsel of the lord and you are questioned in the courtyard of god it is the word that you use it to back you see and even with that the funny aspect is that there are higher principles and higher laws so your worker dozes off and gets robbed and you cut off the fingers with the excuse that you are to love your neighbor as yourself not more than yourself that even if it were you you would have punished yourself you see you can't give this excuse in the courtroom of god when such a person you see what people don't know is that you can be summoned before god it's not the type that eradimi borensune wo ananfo ho di boni bia no 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 i met this kind of story in a atia oh, i was surprised you know the kind of prayers people can pray but is he how delicate the issue is is that you are not even supposed to disrespect a madman you are not supposed to disregard anyone anything let me say it like that abosunsum yekwasi asem 
end it there. Don't go insulting Antwenyama or any other thing when you have not been wronged. These are issues. And because some of them are not very fast in playing out, that some of the consequences are not very fast or very obvious in playing out. People have been demoted in the spirit, kept in the same realm in the spirit because of some of these things. I was supposed to sing on Monday. I came on Monday and because my boss insulted me, I felt like I, I, I can't sing. And so I didn't sing. There's an issue. Unless an authority, there are legalities back in ministry. I just pray that we'll be able to appreciate some of these things. I want to show you some stories in scripture. Let me start from Genesis. And then I will come. I'll just bring one in the New Testament. The Bible says that Adam and Eve knew each other and Eve conceived and they gave birth to Cain and Abel in Genesis 4 3 to 7 the Bible said and in the process of time it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord which is a good thing right yeah verse 4 and Abel he also brought of the firstlings of his flock and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. But unto Cain and to his offering, he had no respect. God did not just disrespect the offering of Cain. He disrespected Cain because of the kind of offering he brought. It's a dangerous thing. Bible said, and Cain was very wrought, and his countenance fell. And the Lord said unto Cain, Why art thou wroth? And why is thy countenance fallen? If thou doest well, shall thou not be accepted? If thou dost not well, sin lieth at the door, and unto thee shall be his desire and thou shalt rule over him. I, I, I don't want to talk about the whole scripture. All I wanted to point out is this. Cain and Abel were supposed to meet a certain mark. For your teacher to say well done or very well, uh, very good. It means that you have hit a certain mark. A is excellent, B is very good, and such things. You get it. And if you fail to hit a mark, you are considered not to have done well. So Cain and Abel 
had been give, had had been given a mark and they were supposed to meet that mark hit that mark and king decided to just do anything after all is an offering yeah it includes the time we're supposed to give five cities and you give two cities it includes the time you were supposed to go to church and you paused for another thing it includes the time you knew that church starts at six but you decided to visit a friend and come at least by seven because you know that even six they don't start exactly at six but they will start at seven discipline There will obviously be oversight sometimes, but it should never be deliberate and consistent. Let me show you one other guy. Saul. Saul was asked to be a king, as simple as that, but his kingship was supposed to be taken orders from God. As simple as that. Do what I, the Lord, want to do. And then he started misbehaving. And instead of repenting, he continued. And it did not just affect him. It affected Jonathan. Imagine how many people died in that battle because of one man's disobedience. You may not be aware, but that day you refused to go out as you were instructed. A lot happened. A lot. I I don't know how best I can make this as delicate as it is as delicate as it is I've been saying the story of Kenneth Hagen that he said he went to a place and he introduced himself as a teacher prophet meanwhile he was supposed to introduce himself as a prophet teacher I actually forgotten which direction I mean prophet teacher teacher prophet right you you feel like this 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 is not anything right And then he gets an accident and the Lord Jesus tells him, I will heal you only 99%. So that the 1%, you always remember that you went outside my will. He said, Lord, when did I go outside your will? He said, you told the people you were a prophet teacher, but actually you were a teacher prophet. Such an issue. Imagine. This is New Testament, right? imagine you calling yourself a prophet but you are actually an evangelist most of the time those the people that confuse themselves is evangelist and prophet evangelists are tempted to call themselves prophets I, I think prophets are one of the most proud offices they are proud of their office they hardly confuse it 
a prophet will always know they are a prophet unless they are not accepting the the office that is a different case but they will never confuse it to call themselves another thing even though sometimes over time they want to call themselves apostle because they think they have done the prophetic for some time <laughs> anyway but come to think of it who gives the offices god right While some people think your office is a title, they are missing it all out. That it comes with a responsibility that must be done. And so if you're a prophet and you are calling yourself an apostle, it means number one, you have identity issue. That means everything you will do will be out of order. Let me say this in its simplest form. Let's appreciate it. Now, in Genesis 19:26, we see Lot's wife turn into salt. I mean, you'll be like, oh, come on, what's the big deal? If you are able to exempt them, one small turning and looking back turn into a pillar of salt like that's tantamount to killing the person a pillar of salt is is not a living thing that we will move with precision in the name of Jesus. We would rather seem to be doing nothing than to be doing the wrong thing in the name of Jesus. That Lord, you grant us the heart. To attach the required magnitude of importance to the work we have to do in the name of Jesus. Iromo Sharamasa Iaratando Kobo May we not downplay issues in the name of Jesus. Oh Iba Yakuza Imorono I remember one time, I'm not a prophet anyway, but I remember one time I was teaching one of my daughters back in the days. And because she was prophetic, I had to teach her of the prophet. And usually, whilst we go through the lesson, I pause and I do something prophetic. Either I pick something prophetic for her to confirm and then I ask her to also try. 
and then i wanted her to know that i'm not in that office but because i understand that i have been a given a certain responsibility so i must be able to function there in order to teach them out of modesty i said i am not a prophet and i was rebuked for that my motive was to make her realize that that's not even my assignment that's not my duty that's not my functionality but i'm able to do it and that was that that was the wrong way i was putting it i've had to give god a lot of excuses yeah you are called into this office i'm like no i have to see this i have to see that i have to see that i remember one time the lord gave me a message to deliver to one of my uncles because of the kind of messages i deliver he was already labeling me a prophet of doom so this time around i decided to sugarcoat it and i said it nicely at the end of the day the warning was lost that night when i slept i almost swallowed my tongue it's like my tongue was being pulled from within my throat down into my esophagus that day is it that i shut up oh i don't say it i I mean, say it as you see it. If you have seen it, you have seen it. If you have not seen it, you have not seen it. If I'm not sure, I'll still shut up. That, oh Lord, we want to lift up prayer. The Lord, I'll be careful in doing my duties in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. If the body of Christ can appreciate matters on this level, I think a lot of headache in the church will cease. We will not have to keep sitting people down to tell them, This is your duty. Please do it well. This is no, no, no. We will not have to be telling people you do that you do that you do that once they get to understand that this is my role we shouldn't be struggling unless they were assigned for the wrong rules and you see that part is also delicate because you the one assigning rules The Bible said the gifts were given according to the measure of faith. Even God, when he wants to give, looks at your capacity. You that you are man, that you don't know everything. You want to give. Hmm. Let me, let us continue. I want to bring 
a few more scriptures you know david couldn't build the wall the the the, the temple because he shed blood right but particularly Bathsheba's husband because all the others he was still fighting for god right but one school of thoughts believes that it includes every other blood for which reason solomon that had to build the temple didn't have to go to war because the father fought all the wars he came and he signed treaties to avoid wars whichever way his hand was stained with blood one error one error you see the issue was not really killing for the kingdom because the Bible says, even God said, I will give men for your sake. The Bible says that when Nehemiah and the people were building, they were building and they had weapons on the other side. You see, the issue, Jesus didn't tell Peter to go and dump the sword somewhere. He asked him to keep it. He knew he had it. Uh, yeah. One mistake took the opportunity and the privilege of building the house of God. He had he had downloaded. Do you, do you understand what it means to enter the heavens and to see the architecture of the temple you are supposed to build? There's a temple in heaven. You are on earth. You were allowed to enter heaven. Look around. Okay, okay. So this one will be here, this one will be here and get the exact he, he got everything, the plan but yet he couldn't build Moses led the people and because in 1 Samuel chapter 22 and also in is it Deuteronomy 32, because he missed it and struck the rock instead of pointing at it out of frustration and out of um, um, familiarity of how God operates because the first time he had to strike it. So deep inside somewhere, he thought, I know how to, you know, bring out water. I know how to do it. All you have to do is just strike it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you know one direction and you have been doing it all the time. Whether God gives you any go ahead or not, whether... God has something else to show you or not. You have idolized a particular direction. That, that's one reason why when I'm giving direction, I'm a, a, a bit skeptical. But you see, other directions too are supposed to be done continuously in order to yield effect. You get it? He missed it. He led the people. He did wonderful. But he could only see that which he spoke of and yet his feet could not step over there he had to even die away from the people and for that nonsense too the 
enemy had the guts to come and struggle over his body. <laughs> you think oh, when you are dead, then it's finished. The choices you are making today affects a chain of events. Because you see, time is linked up and interconnected with events appropriated for each time. That you are asking the sun to stand still today. Know that some people will come years afterwards that it will affect the number of their days. It will affect the climate. It will affect a lot of things. Things don't just happen like that. Things just don't happen. I say, it's on my heart. It's on my heart. Because I've, I, I've, I've personally been rebuked away, so... I've done myself medicine. My yemi went through and I'm coming to share with you. Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes you ought to pray. You ought. Like, you have to pray. You know you ought to pray. Oh, my breath. Thank you, Jesus. And you go to bed. Hmm. Moses when he couldn't control his temper and broke the tablet of stones, had to spend another 40 days again. This time around, he had to do the inscription. Be careful the choices you make today. In the best of your ability, try as much as possible to know the right thing to be done. Mistakes, especially in the line of ministry, are very expensive. I'm telling you. Everything I'm sharing with you today, I've not heard it from anywhere. I'm telling you what has been told into my ears. I just wish I could explain it as much as I feel it in my heart. You want to lift up prayer? Time is up. You want to lift up prayer? That, oh God, cause me to handle this work of by the way i'm not scary ministry is sweet can you say ministry is sweet ministry is sweet ministry is sweet i'm not scaring you i'm not scaring you the lord will help us hallelujah hallelujah because if you think it's scary and you run away to that one too <laughs> oh he said thou good and faithful servant number one you were servant you were serving number two you were good number three you were faithful number four he said well done which means something was done and it was done well so imagine if you did nothing number one we don't know if we should call you a servant he can't call you he can't call you a bad servant he will tell you depart from me for I know not I know you not depart I do not recognize you in the name of Jesus that we will handle with care our assignment and our duties and responsibilities in the line of ministry in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus lift up the prayer Karaba shondeli bravastali, 
isho rakasaya burakista peronosha ilazaza kushalaba izozo pradigesh meluza pratalaba rapada balabalaba korababapa riashando rapatele ikorebesh de peredebedebelebe Rapapa, rapakata, ikapa, rapata, riatosha, elatata, rapasiatosa, e yashabayada, zugrun de velemengo, omenige, shabanda, zagapai, iko, shotepelige, salalalaba, arasayaka, riatosa, rapalabalabalaba, retekundo lobo, shabapa, maruze, seleke, fendo, shabai, itapa, rabato, shapalabalaba, that we were touched diligence imo sivereke shonda la mataya iremeko shabaya arosha dapaya that to diligence you add patience in the name of jesus berekuz prataya adding all seriousness and precision 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 being precise about what we ought to do and doing it in the name of jesus berasukumayatale vendesheke Paya, oh shatatali maduza, repetele getele getele, irabashanda balaba, in the name of Jesus. And you see, because people don't appreciate how crucial the work of the ministry is, the Bible speaks of a man called Dimas. In Colossians, he said, "My my 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 fellow." servant Demas greet you in Philemon he said the same thing in 2nd Timothy chapter 4 verse 10 he said Demas has left me he's no longer a fellow servant he's no longer a fellow Libra he has left me for the pleasures of the world small thing I will leave small issue I will leave I will stop <laughs> Be careful how you handle church issues. I'm not talking about church, but be careful how you handle kingdom matters. Be very, very careful. You see, the issues of the kingdom is working more than UK, where they will bring uh, Boris Johnson to the House of Representatives and question him. You think the kingdom is like an economy? Praise God. May God have mercy. You want to pray one prayer. There are certain mistakes that have already been done. There have been the wrong utterances made, wrong directions taken, um, mismatch of things, presumptions and assumptions in doing the work of the ministry. You want to lift up prayer. Lord, I did not appreciate this as this before. Show me mercy. Ima shala zigo solo bohonda. Hebrews 12, 26. Hebrews 
ilobo May the Lord show us mercy in the name of Jesus. Koraba Shandalaba. Pretelebeleme Shondolobolobo Shabranda Balaba. There are things we handled with less importance. There are things we thought we knew how best to handle it without asking God. We thought we knew the best word to give. So we looked at what will hit the people and we picked it. I told you that I hardly prepare any sermon ahead of time. I'm always waiting. I don't care if it's the last one. Because my terms and conditions states that I will not lack what to say. So I'm, I'm, I'm never under pressure. You know, of course, sometimes when you are going for a meeting where you are giving certain synopsis to preach with, then, you know, if you have not gone through what they are treating, uh, then you have to do that. So there will be that pressure. But aside that, I have never, except for one time that I disobeyed God. Another person was supposed to pray and not me. And my name was already on the program outline. I said, excuse me, when we prayed, God said, this one should be the prayer, not me. He said, it's too late. I have to do it. I stood there. I took the mic. I couldn't even say our father. I couldn't even say in the name of Jesus. All I did was cry, cry, cry till they came and took the mic away from me. That was the only time. So, it is not just about what you have learned that you want to share, you want to show, but it's about what God has prepared you for and has arranged you to express so that we know you can prophesy. But you go to that meeting and the Lord says, pray for the sick only. Don't prophesy or just preach, teach the word and walk away or lift up this one to prayer and walk away. Oh God, that we will handle with diligence and precision the assignment you have granted us in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Time is fast, but time is fast. But you want to give a seed, you want to donate something 0248 Phyllis, please put that down. Put that there. Father, I pray for your people in the name of Jesus. Anyone that is giving, I pray that their giving is blessed in Jesus' mighty name. It's expanded unto them as per the principle of giving in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord, for every heart that they experience the power and the glory of God 
as they go about their duties. I pray, Lord, that we attach all seriousness to our work in the name of Jesus. We will not slave our asses out in secular work and come and play around the church in the name of Jesus. We will not sweat and go all out on a campaign that has nothing to do with God. Some of us have gone for a yellow fever campaign. We will walk, it will be drizzling, we will walk from school to school, giving people injection. <laughs> you finish and you are sick. Oh, come on, we will excuse ourselves if we have to go out on evangelism day one, day two, day three, day four, day five. I'm telling you, no organization will make you do that unless you're on the mission field. That one is different. Even that one, there will be proper breaks. Yeah. But I pray that we will handle the work of God as God wants us to do. In Jesus' mighty name. I wish I could say this better and I wish I could say more. But I pray that the Lord will keep teaching and expanding this word in our hearts in the name of Jesus that we know that we are in something serious and not just a hobby but a vocation in Jesus' mighty name God bless you the Lord elevate you may he cause you to expand on every side in the name of Jesus you are blessed beyond measure and no man no man will bring you down because the one that elevates you is the one that sustains you. You shall not fail. You will not miss it. In the name of Jesus.